0: As-salamu alaykum wa
1: rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Allah... i على على for
0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ان محمد عبد ورسوله اما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في قرانه المجيد حميد بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا ايها الناس ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس وَاحِدَةً وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا وقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوز عظيم صدق الله العظيم فإن استقل الحديث كتاب الله وخيل الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وَشَرَ الْأُمُّرِ مُحْدَثَاتُهَا وَكُلَّ مُحْدَثَةٍ بِدَعَةٍ وَكُلَّ بِدْعَةٍ ضَلَالَةٍ وَكُلَّ ضَلَةٍ فِي النَّارَ أَمَّا بَعْدٍ I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that just as he has gathered us here today on this day of Jum'ah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gather us along with our families in for Ferdows al-A'la, in the companionship of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and his sahaba, amin, rabbal alameen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. May Allah subhanahu wa preserve our iman. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our last a'mal, our best a'mal. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make the best part of our life, our last part of our life. Amin, rabbal alameen. Subhanallah. when you go back to the sunnah and the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he tells us, and he tells us about a time that will come. He says, Badiru bil a'mali fitanan. The hold on to a'mal, hold on to your deen. The fact that you come for Satul Fajr, the fact that we come for Salat in general. We read Quran, we do our, our adhkar, we remain in the suhbah of those who remind us of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasulullah is telling us at that time, 1400 years ago, Badiru bil a'mali fitanan. Fitnas are going to come. Fitnas are going to occur. Brothers and sisters, without a doubt, when you observe the Muslim community right now, when you observe the country that we live in right now, there's a total state of confusion. Everyone is calling toward their ideology, toward their mindset and what they truly believe in, whether it is the haq or whether it is the batil And today in our own Muslim community, there is a complete, there is darkness that is coming. There is confusion that has plagued our Muslim community. To the point that now so many of our Muslim youth have no idea which direction to go into. How many of our Muslim youth and our children are adopting the mindset from outside Thinking that in the name of inclusion, in the name of getting along with one another, in the name of not being a hindrance in the path to anyone else, let's go with the flow. Today, our deen has become subjective. Everyone is saying, whatever I think is right, that is what our deen is. Whatever, I, whatever makes sense to me, this is what my deen is. It may be even against the opinion of the scholars of the past. How all the scholars have, have understood one ayah of the Qur'an, one hadith of the Prophet Today we have people who say, I understand this hadith in my own way. And they have absolutely no Islamic backing and no Islamic opinion and no Islamic education to even come up with an opinion of this type. Today everyone is going in different directions. This is called fitnas. This is what the prophet was telling us 1400 years ago. That there's going to be a complete state of darkness. And just like in darkness you have no idea where you're going. Imagine driving on a road and you have no GPS. It's night. It's countryside. You have no idea where you're going. It would cause some kind of fear in your heart, in anyone's heart, that which direction am I going? Am I going north? Am I going south? Am I going east? Am I going west? Where am I heading towards? I have no GPS. That's exactly where we are today as a Muslim ummah. We have no GPS. GPS has been given to us. Our GPS is the Quran. Our GPS is the sunnah of Rasulullah But today we choose to ignore that. We choose to say that I'm going to do things based on my own intellect. And this is why where we are here today as an ummah. How often do I get phone calls from parents about their children? That parents are dead serious and dead sick inside. They're so worried inside that what's going to happen to my children going forward? You know, Wallahi, even myself, I used to sometimes think that, you know, we talk about the future of Islam in America. What's going to happen to our youth? What's going to happen to our young adults going forward? But today we see different fitnas that are occurring today. That today our kids are in complete confusion. Once again, as I said, the confusion can be cleared. The confusion can be solved. As long as we understand that we hold on to the Quran and the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The Prophet has told us why do we go here and there when everything is right in front of us. He says, You will see many differences of opinion. You will see many ideologies. You will see many different movements. فَعَلَيْكُمْ khulafa الْخُلَفَاءِ الرَّاشِدِينَ الْمَهْدِيِّينَ عَضُّ عَلَيْهَا بِالنَّوَاجِذِ This is a hadith that the Prophet ﷺ, He mentioned to the Sahaba and some of the Sahaba, they said that it was, oh, it was so emotional. That statement and this entire hadith from our Prophet Sallallahu It was almost as if he's telling us this and then he's parting ways. He's no longer going to be with us. That's how emotional this discussion was. And the Prophet ﷺ is telling the Sahaba and he's telling you and I, because what we don't realize is that no matter what happens, anything can change, times will change, people will come, people will die. But as long as we are here and as long as we understand the Quran and Sunnah is with us, Wallahi, we will be protected. We can protect ourselves so the prophet is telling us you will see many different opinion many concepts but hold on to my sunnah and the sunnah of the khulafa rashidun and as long as you hold on to them you will be safe when, I, when you and i say the quran there are two surahs in particular two surahs that really highlight to us that how we as a muslim community how do we live forward in our life we find many ahkam in surah al maida and we find many ahkam in Surah Tawbah, and Surah Bara'ah. And I'm not saying that every single ayah is to be applied in our current context. But it does give us some kind of an idea how to move forward. How to manage all these different fitnas that we are facing today. I want to, I choose, um, today inshallah, in this khutbah, I want to take one ayah of Surah Ma'ida, That's it today. Just one ayah of Surah Ma'ida. And I want you to understand this ayah. Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala that he begins the passage by talking about those who align themselves with people who do not disbelieve who, dis, who disbelieve in Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala says those who align themselves who find alliances with those people who reject Allah's message Allah says fa You hold on to them as your uh, as your alliance they'll be your alliance in the hereafter. Whoever today in this dunya, whoever we side with, we will be with them in the hereafter. Today you cannot say that in the name of inclusion, I'm going to stand with certain people, and then you cannot expect to be standing amongst the believers in the hereafter. It does not work like that. Today we have a choice to make. Either we stand with Allah and His Prophet Sallallahu or we stand with others. And whatever we do in this dunya, Whatever decision that we make in this dunya, whatever choice that we make in this dunya, that's exactly what will happen the hereafter. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he then says, Ya ayyuhaladina amanu, Allah is addressing the Muslim community here, and he says, May yartadda minkum an he, whoever turns away from their deen. First of all, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, biqaumin. Allah will replace you with someone else. Which clearly tells us that Allah does not need any of us. I don't, it does not matter how intellectual I think I am. It does not matter how much I think I'm a, I'm a benefit to the Muslim community, how much the Muslim world needs me, how much the communities depend upon me, how many followers I have on YouTube, how many followers I have on Twitter or on Facebook or on Instagram. It all does not matter to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It does not matter to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you turn away from your deen, Allah says He will replace you. Simple as that. If you turn your back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will replace you with another group of people who are not gonna be like you. They'll be a much better group. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, going back to this ayah, He says, And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions five different characteristics about these people. The very first thing that He mentions, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, يُحِبُّهُمْ ويحبنا. These people will be such that Allah loves them, and they love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now you know when a parent, every parent loves their child. The parent teaches the child. The parent says, I'm imparting this knowledge and this education upon you. Hold on to this. And many times we see people that even after their parents have passed away, they would say, my father taught me this. My mother taught me this. This is parents because out of love they teach their children. And whether the, 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 the child understands the benefit of it or not, the, the parent does not go into the logic of why they are giving, whether the mother or the father is giving that education, and they're teaching their child. And whatever they're instructing their child to do into the future and key lessons to learn and remember in life. They're not sitting there and trying to explain to them the logic behind this education, but they're simply imparting this knowledge upon their children. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves us, He wants us to succeed. That's the reality. Yet today, you and I, we say that, no, I know what my recipe of success is. Allah is telling us that I've made all these things halal and I've made these things haram. Stay away from these little things. Yet today, how many times our youth and many people who are distant from themselves, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who are far away from, from religion, they actually have this mindset that this much is haram and only this much is halal. And people, you hear people say, that Allah has taken away the fun out of life. Uh, I cannot do whatever I want to do in life. And Islam is lame. And Islam has no spice to it. And Islam has no taste to it. And there is no enjoyment in being a Muslim. I mean, what more do you want from Allah? Allah is giving you, Allah is giving all of us, this is how much is halal, only this is haram. And I've made this haram not to take the fun out of your life. I made this haram because it's not good for you. Just like a parent, think about it, just like a parent goes to their child and they do not simply explain, they do not explain the logic, but they say, I'm telling you because I love you. How many times do I have to tell you, I love you, I love you. This is why I'm giving you this, I'm telling you what to do and what not to do. Allah is telling us the same thing, I want you to succeed. Yet we as human beings, we're saying that no, I want to do exactly what is that. And then we put the blame on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We put the blame on Islam. We have made Islam into this, you know, this as if it is an idea that it does not bring any happiness in our life every single the solution to every single problem lies within our deen so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us yuhibbuhum wa yuhibbuna when you even study the al sharia the objectives of sharia that how our deen protects our, this Islam, how it protects our deen, how it protects our life, how it protects our family, how it protects our intellect, how it protects our property. This is what Allah is giving us, yet we have chosen to go with that little haram, because we have found enjoyment in that. When Allah says, wa yuhibbuna. Allah loves them. Allah has given them guidance. They appreciate that. And out of their love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they do what Allah wants. How many times people, they do whatever the other one is asking because out of love. What people do in the name of love, is how many times it's mind-boggling what people will do for the sake of love. When it comes to the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the fact that you and I have been given so much, and we have been given the greatest ni'mah of all time. The ni'mah of la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah. For that we owe everything in our life to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah first of all says, wa yuhibbuna." Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, ala 'ala mu'mineen. They are humble. They are kind-hearted towards the believers. أَذِلَّةِ The third thing Allah mentions And they are harsh and they are firm. If not harsh, but they are firm when it comes to the disbelievers. What does that mean? It means that when it comes to our own Muslim community, we are رُحَمَاءُ بَيْنَهُمْ that they are humble towards one another but when it comes to others who may attack our deen who may want to see our deen fall and they're trying to bring changes to our deen we are firm if not harsh i'm not saying being violent or be you know be rude or disrespectful i'm saying be firm but today what happens is it is the complete opposite imagine someone coming and a muslim coming we often show more respect to the person who does not believe in Allah than rather than showing to our own Muslim community member. This is what has become our state. I'm saying that we have to show respect just as a human being to a human being, to each other. But especially when it comes to our own Muslim community members, رُحَمَاءُ بَيْنَهُمْ على المؤمنين على الكافرين. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that they strive in Allah's way. What does that striving mean? It does not only mean when you go outside. Our life is a strive. When I I wake up for salat fajr it's a strive. I don't want to wake up for salat fajr I don't want to get out of the comfort of my bed, but I do it because I'm striving for Allah's sake. I stick to my deen whether I like it or not. I say to Allah whether I understand or not. Why? Because this is what Allah wants. I'm striving for Allah's pleasure. And then the most important thing is, One of the key things about these people is that they do not fear the criticism of anyone. They do not fear in our day and age. You want to understand what that criticism is? It's cancer culture. They do not fear being canceled by the community. They don't fear of being canceled by certain people of the community. They don't fear being um, being canceled by a certain segment of the community. How often, Subhanallah, how often do we hear that, and I, let me be very blunt and I'm not going to sugarcoat this because we have problems in our ummah. And people often like to sugarcoat it and beat around the bush. Let me be very straightforward about this. When it comes to the LGBTQ concept, our dean has not allowed as simple as that. Yet how many people, because in the name of inclusion, because what are people going to think about me? Because I want to keep my friends. Because I want to fit into a group of people. I don't want to be canceled by them. Let me give into what they're saying. Let me compromise in our dean. This is what that is. You're afraid of being canceled. Today I just few days ago actually I got a call from a mother. Seriously, just concerned. Because her child is saying, her child is saying that what's wrong with being gay? What's wrong in supporting this ideology? This is where we're going as an ummah. Why? Because I don't want to be cancelled. And there's so many other ideologies out there. When Roe v. Wade took place, when the reversal of Roe v. Wade take place, you know how many Muslim youth I heard that they were saying that no, we support. This is against our deen and this is against women and so forth. We don't even know the facts to begin with. The media is saying that this is taking away women's rights. If a woman is a victim of rape and she has a right to abortion, but what we don't realize is that the media is making it sound like 75 to 80% of women who want to to terminate their pregnancy, it's because of this and that's false. The media is corrupting our mind in this area. It's less than 1% of women Choose to terminate their child because of if they're victims of rape and so forth But what we don't realize is that how many people in our own community are calling for the same thing my body my choice That's wrong. It's Allah's body. It's Allah's choice It's not my body Allah has control over my body have we forgotten that this entire body is under the hukum of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala On the day of judgment, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give the permission to the body to testify against us. It's not my body. If it was my body, I have full control over it. That's not the case. Yet, how many of our Muslim youth who said that, no, no, I'm against this, and I'm not saying that this is an Islamic verdict, I'm not saying that at all. But today, because so many of our Muslim youth feel That because, in the name of MSAs and because of working with people, and I need to be neutral. When you're neutral, you're taking a side. That's what you're doing. And why do they not want to take a side? They're scared of being canceled, they're scared of being told that you don't fit within us. That's why, brothers and sisters, as times go along, it's going to get difficult and difficult. And what we got to teach our children, because majority of our children feel that I have to fit in. Let me, comp- I'm not saying there's something wrong in fitting in. You want to fit into a group that remembers Allah? You want to fit into a group that really understands the Quran and the Sunnah? You want to fit into a group that reminds you of Allah, brings you closer to the I'm all for it. But if you want to give up your deen, Because your fear, you have a fear that you're going to be criticized by others. You're going to get canceled by others, and you're willing to give up your deen, and you're willing to side with the different ideologies that, that do exist outside. In the name of inclusion, there's some danger coming forward. That's why, brothers and sisters, this ayah, this ayah is so powerful in itself. Five things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned. Five things Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned. And once again, when I gave that example about the, the youth and, and, uh, and the Roe v. Wade's, I mean, once again, there was a lecture that was done here and the proper Islamic guidelines was provided. The point I'm trying to make is that you find so many of our youth who feel like they have an opinion about every single thing. And their opinions are not corroborated by the Qur'an and the sunnah of Rasulullah wasallam. whether it's about this or any other issue. So that is why it is absolutely important that we understand that we stick to our deen. Times are going to get difficult. Confusion is more going to come across our lands. Our youth are going to get even more confused as we go along. But if they stick to the Qur'an and the sunnah, they will find a lot of clarity in life. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those who stick to the deen. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those who are able to maintain their deen and their iman, even in the times of fitna Amin. rabbal alameen. Barakallahu lana wa lakum fiql-an-azim wa wa iyaakum bati wal hakim astaghfirullah li wa lakum walisa'i al-muslimina fa astaghfiru innahu
2: wal-ghafur raheem
0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضل فلا هادي الله ونشدو الله إله الله وحده لا شريك له ونشدو أن محمد عبد ورسول أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن مجيد وفرقا حميد بعد نعوذ بالله من شيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي واللذين آمنوا وصلوا عليه وسلم تسلما الله مصلي على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم Once again, if you take my entire khutbah I just mentioned right now, in a nutshell, this is where our deen is. Our deen has taught us what is right. Our deen has taught us what is wrong. Our deen has taught us that no matter who's doing the wrong, it could be a man, it could be a woman, it could be an individual, it can be a group of people. It does not matter how many people are following it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also tells us in the Quran very clearly that if we ever feel that there's a certain group of people that are doing one thing and only one individual is doing something else, but in reality that individual is doing something that is right, and that entire group of people are doing something that is wrong, numbers should not confuse us. Allah tells us, Wa in an If you follow the majority. You will go astray This is Allah telling us in the Quran These are not my words, Allah's words Today what we see is A majority of the people are doing this Nope Once again it comes down to what is right And what is wrong And everything is clear for us in the Quran We got to learn how to stick to the right Right is right And wrong will always be wrong We go back to the Quran We go back to the Sunnah we go back to, we go to see how our ulama have understood the Quran, the sunnah, and what they have taught us, how to apply the sunnah in our life and so forth. This is how we, we move forward. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala once again, to keep us on the siratul mustaqim may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect our youth their iman and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect our upcoming generations Amin, alamin Alameen. ansur al-islam one muslimin Allahum ansur islam one muslimin fi kulli makan Allahumma ansurna ala man khalafana. biladana wa asih auladana washfi maradana afi mubtalana warham mawtana wa khudh ila kulli khair wa asimna min kulli shar wa hfazna min kulli Allahumma qina min khashyatika ma taahul معصيتك ومن طاعتك ما تبلغنا به جنتك ومن يقين ما تهونه بي علينا مصائب الدنيا ومتعنا بأسماعنا وأبصارنا وقواتنا ما حيتنا وجعله الوارث منا وجعل ثأرنا على من ظلمنا وانصرنا على من عادانا ولا تجعل مصيبتنا في ديننا ولا تجعل الدنيا أكبر حمنا ولا مبلغ علمنا ولا إلى النار مصيرنا ولا تصلت علينا من لا يرحمنا اللهم إنا نسلك علما نافعا وعملا متقبلا ورزقا واسعا وشفاء من كل داء اللهم انا نعوذ بك من علم لا ينفع ومن قلب لا يخشع ومن نفس لا تشبع ومن دعاء لا يستجاب امين رب العالمين ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء Kurba, القربى وينها عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيذكم ان تذكرون فذكروني اذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون اقيم the gaps There's a lot of space on my on my right side yeah. sisters please make sure that upstairs their rows are straight make sure the road is the row is complete before starting a new
1: one Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمدا رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاه قد قامت Allah الله اكبر الله اكبر لا اله الا الله لا
0: اله الا الله straight lines the gaps he was online please make sure your cell phones are off الله اكبر Kul a'udhu bi rabbi annaasi malikinnaasi ilahi annaas min sharil waswasil Khanas al-lazi yu waswisu fee sudoori annaas minal jinnati Allahu akbar. Sami'allahu ni man
2: hamida. Allahu akbar. Allahu akbar. Allahu akbar. Allahu Akbar.
0: السلام عليكم ورحمه الله السلام عليكم ورحمه الله استغفر As-salamu alaykum wa barakatuh. On your way out, please stop and donate generously. As you know that all the operations and all the programs we do here at the masjid, it runs on your donations. So please, on your way out, do donate generously. alaykum wa barakatuh.